good, the bad, the ugly. Welcome to Sustain Nutrition's podcast, Chewing the Fat, where Joe and James will be discussing all things good, bad and ugly regarding training and nutrition. So pull up your pants, put your best foot forward and get ready for some serious oral pleasure. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Joe and James. Do you edit these? Sustain. (laughs) Nutrition. Chewing. The fat. Episode. 19. No, 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 19. Is 19. It? Yeah, you won't even know that song, will you? No, of course not. Too young. I can't wait for episode 21, though. <laughs> <laughs> right, Joe, what are we talking about? I don't think we've actually agreed the title, have we? That was a reference to So Solid Crew 21 I understand, seconds. but save it. Was, it, it, was, it. It was viewed for everyone else. Save build, build the hype. Save it for episode um, 21. It's going to be a big one. Our issues with... Diet okay. club mentality or diet clubs. Bosh, bosh, bosh. As part of what I do with Sustain then is I lurk around various slimming Facebook groups. Um, slimming World ones, got Weight Watchers ones, things like that. You like, ones, it's like catfish. Yeah, kind of. fat catfish. <laughs> the reverse? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> at my old Tinder profile. Anyway, <laughs> just not on, anyway. <laughs> we'll draw the line there. Um, just to see... Um, you know what people are saying different recipe ideas um, to try and help people out a little bit as well I actually put stuff it's from my personal account and don't talk about sustain but give people a little bit of guidance because you won't believe this I actually enjoy what I do sometimes um, I obviously send photos of to James when there's hilarious things going and it's it's interesting because a lot of our clients will talk about hilarious how, slash sad yeah a lot of our clients will talk about what they used to be like when they used to go to diet clubs and it's quite an interesting insight as to how people tend to think when they're on these plans yes it's quite skewed isn't it and even when you take a step back um a lot a lot of it makes sense what do you mean the ideas that people have like you know you'll get comments like um well i wrote a bit of a blog about it it's got some interesting traction you know people like putting posts like help i desperately need to lose seven pounds by tomorrow and i'm planning on eating a lot of cheese tonight you know just that whole mentality is like someone help me lose seven pounds of weight even when you know that it's not going to be physically possible for you to lose seven pounds of fat people still want to weigh in light on their weigh day you know whether they dehydrate themselves or you know don't eat that day wear the the same clothes every week yeah you know this and this kind of this massive emphasis on each your entire week is judged on what the scales say at that exact point. Yeah, and I think the problem that stems from having it being a billion-dollar industry, not industry, but even a billion-dollar company, because you have to have so many consultants and so many people leading these groups that you're going to have to have a loosening off of the process to get this many people in. So you don't have people saying, you know what, it doesn't matter what you weigh, how was your training, how was your food, okay, well, let's see what happens next week, which is a rough gist of what we would say, because the process is what matters. So when you have... I'm not going to say what I'm thinking. I'll tell you afterwards. Someone, <laughs> someone who has just followed the system and done well, and that being their only qualification, then they're not going to be able to give the best advice because they know it works for them. They might have a little bit of training, but it's not something that they've done 
for a long period of time, very, very rarely, very unlikely. So they're not in a position to, to help people when these natural fluctuations occur. They're just following a slightly flawed template, which does work, don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know, some of the results I see in the Slimming World group are awesome. I'd absolutely love to have as many transformations as they have. But it's when you see all the messages that James just mentioned that you see the issues around this and the, the weight focus would definitely be, you know, one of the top ones. Yeah, I think, you know, as you alluded to there... Do you like that word? I know, I do like that word. Um, we're not particularly bashing, you know, these slimming clubs because they do work. You know, they create a calorie deficit. They help people kind of manage their food choices to, you know, to lose weight. Lots of support. Stuff yeah. Like so there are, you know, lots of positives. We're just going to kind of pick a few of the, the issues that we see there. And like I said, I think one of them for me is it's just, there's not a sensible kind of education part of it where people have these, you know, these make these choices and mark them. And then, like I said, everything is just like, what do I weigh? How do I lose, just, you know, weight? And like I said, Joe said, you know, then if someone goes in and weighs the same that they did last week or, heaven forbid, have gained half a pound, then that week is seen as a failure when actually there might be a 100 positives in there. They might have made much better choices than they have done previously. They might have gone to the gym when they didn't want a gym or, you know, go to a class when they didn't actually could be bothered than normally go home you know they may have made better choices with their nutrition they may have been more active there's you know there's loads of positives that you can pull out from there that aren't just viewed by a number on a scale at a certain time in the week you tend to see it don't you when people say and the problem is is it's not so much relying on the scales so i don't see that as the end of the world obviously if, if it's working but when people say for example eat a lot of crap and lose a pound eat really well gain a pound and they say well it's pointless isn't it you know whatever I eat it doesn't matter and it's because they've had a few duff results go their way in that sense and it is defeating you know is what's the word not defeatist anyway it makes you feel like crap doesn't it <laughs> so you can understand that process but if someone you know what we do is you, you take people and you say look calm down how's your food been how's your training been you you know are you more bloated are you you know constipated do you have you, you know, whatever it could be it could be any number of things chill out be good again keep going persevere let's have another week and see how it goes and you lose that because it's often run by people who don't know that or they just speak on these facebook groups with hundreds of thousands of people and it's it, expectations is such a big thing that's the thing i see the most is you know I'm so disappointed I've only lost two pounds this week. Mm. Oh, it's abs these groups are absolutely rife with it and it's it's painful to see because they're just hoping for the best all the time. There's like no there's so little evidence of people learning lessons from the past is is it possible to lose five stone in five months? Yeah, it is. If you've got five stone to lose, that's going to be a real ask for you. And if we're any to ask for anyone, isn't it? Generally, you know, the majority of the people that will be partaking in these things are going to be kind of serial dieters. I don't mean dieters that eat cereal. I mean, you know, people that have been on and off dieters. So they're not, you know, the most successful dieters, yet they expect groundbreaking results like you said like regularly losing two pounds every single week like clockwork like the desperate hope that this is that this time is it that because the stars have aligned or you know it's a full moon or whatever it may be it's my birthday in six months is that people have these moments where they go this is it and that's the mistake they make is that they think that 
it's an off and on switch and it's not it's you know you are constantly fighting against this you know me and you have done this for a long time you considerably longer than me because you're a lot older <laughs> that you, you know and someone said to me I feel like I've changed my mindset like well fair play to you how have you done that because I've been trying to eat well since I was 15 yeah. and I still last weekend ate 200 grams of chocolate finished and went probably shouldn't have done that Is because that, you make mistakes it, yeah it's just because you've eaten well for a week or two weeks or three weeks does not mean that you've nailed it I can hold my breath I'd say for 90 seconds that doesn't mean should we see <laughs> that doesn't mean that I'm never going to be able to you know have to breathe again wouldn't work so well on the podcast that <laughs> and it's only just a <gasps> massive thud <laughs> he's only made 90, uh, 80 seconds I'm going to pinch his nose to the 10 he's gone kind of blue <laughs> yeah. give me the kiss of life so, so what else happens with the slimming clubs then expectation when they start I think is that people don't maybe they are told these things but the whole thing of losing a pound a week is that people just expect to to lose more or hope to lose more or do you feel like we've hammered that point enough I feel like it's just so prevalent yeah no because it's even you know you see it in all aspects everyone wants the best results in the fastest way and you know obviously going off with a slight tangent from diet clubs you know when you see people enter if they're going to use my fitness pal, my, my fitness pal will kind of set up how many calories you need or it thinks you need according to your height, weight, age, activity levels, etc. And then it'll ask you, you know, kind of how much weight you want to lose. And there's not many people who kind of select the one pound. <laughs> Everyone will select the two pounds. That is a, a dusty button, I imagine, yeah, yeah, yeah. my fitness pal. A dusty old button. Um, because they want to get the maximum. So then they go to like a, a massive like 500 calorie deficit each day. And can't maintain it, so it's just that kind of unrealistic outlook for for goals, you know, and, it's self, like, and self belief, isn't yeah. It? And it's just you're setting yourself up for a fail. I suppose it's like you're trying to save money each month, and you know, you earn a thousand pounds, and you're trying to save five hundred pounds each month. It's not going to happen, or it's going to happen, but it's going to be very fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> it's not going to be a whole lot of fun. Oh, half a tin of beans a day, winner. <laughs> <laughs> Ching. Yeah, not going to last too long, is it? Yeah. I think the adherence to them is the next issue for me because this is always going to be the issue, isn't it? Whether you sell diet plans or you sell a system or you sell coaching like we do, is a lot of it is going to come down to how well the person reads the information. I've got some absolute belter. And to be fair to them, and this is the kind of issue with... Not the issue. Right, give you an example. So someone recently on a Slimming World group said, what you think is following the plan... Loads of carbs, loads of protein, a lettuce leaf. What is actually following the plan? Half a plate of veggies, the other half protein and carbs. Brilliant. You know, loads and loads of veg. And then because Sandra has lost six stone without eating a single vegetable, is people get up in arms about this and say, well, it doesn't matter if you're following the system as long as you're making progress. And you don't really have this overarching system because Obviously, some people have success not eating veg. Some people have success eating veg. I can hand on heart, I bet both my legs that eating more veg will help you to, to lose fat. But people will not follow it because people won't check in for a couple of weeks. He won't read the system. People don't want to do it. So, and while I'm not a massive fan of diet plans, if it says 150 grams of green beans, that's got to go in your diet. Whereas if you just say to people, as much veg as you see fit, or ideally half a plate, it's just not going to happen. 
And you see it endlessly of people saying, I'm following the plan to the letter and not losing weight. And because of the way the system is set up to make it easy for people, is these people fall through the gaps and be unsuccessful on it despite thinking they're following it. Does that make sense? Yes. Do you want to summarise it in a nicer way? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like I said, just for me, the the need that people have to follow like a, a kind of a strict system and you know I suppose I kind of you know I'll drop on Weight Watchers Slimming World and stuff do you have a system that allows you know they have these kind of like these free foods and speed foods and, and stuff like that but yeah it does allow a lot of kind of freedom of choice and you know we see some cracking pictures of some meals where it's you know like a just really unbalanced you have like a lettuce leaf on and then a load of crap and you know more pasta and meat than you could you know holding a shield yeah so, I said you know and some people will lose weight on that and that's cool is it going to be kind of the healthiest thing is it something you're going to be able to maintain you know you'll have to wait and see you have to see what kind of repeat subscriptions they get it's so hard because you just have everyone is so different and having a system like that doesn't really allow that to work too well because you'll always have someone saying no you're doing it right you can lose weight doing this because the system especially online is led by people who don't know what they're doing they're just going with what they know works for them so you have to have in my eyes what is more effective is just having more skilled people overseeing these things and that's going to be the always the issue isn't it is because you have to you don't have to make a lot of money but they're trying to make a lot of money and so they need to get as many of these coaches quote unquote out there as possible helping people and they're just unfortunately not always skilled enough to do so yeah I mean you know as always weight loss will come down to create a calorie deficit no matter how you do that whatever plan you're doing whether that's Weight Watchers Slimming World Sustain Keto Paleo Atkins Intermittent Fasting if it fits your macros yada 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 all of them yeah it's just whatever fits with your life and if that's you know Slimming World or Weight Watchers and you enjoy that I'm fenton sniffing the microphone if you enjoy that you know kind of community aspect of it and you're getting results then you know good good for you I guess the, the next good one to go on to that might have a bit more um, a bit more order to it than the first half of our podcast <laughs> would be exercise it seems to me that the the dieting mentality is because people are so desperate for fat loss and people are so desperate for results that then when someone doesn't progress and they mention exercise the default excuse is you've probably gained muscle. Exer- and then a lot of them will say, exercise will slow your fat loss. It will mean you hold more water. Muscle weighs more than fat, though, doesn't it? It does weigh more than fat. Though, no, it doesn't. Does it? Well, a pound of each. <laughs> it doesn't mean a pound of each, but body size. And you, you, know, you see all these images of woman at 12 stone one year, next year 12 stone looks totally different because she's put on a load of muscle and lost a load of fat. And you, people get so lost with this that they don't exercise or they feel like they're making progress or they're hoping they're making progress. That's the thing. And I think for me, to clarify to people, is if you look at Lyle McDonald's stats on muscle growth for women, it's tiny. It is really, really hard for women to put on large amounts of muscle. And for Whilst me, eating in a calorie surplus as well. Yeah, exactly. So let, like, if you are dieting, it's very, very unlikely you're going to put on more than a couple of pounds of muscle. And that's just going to be fluid that you hold in the muscle. It's, and that's it's, not over a month. It's used as a get-out unfortunately by people not being successful 
you know, and that's the, the God's honest truth for me is that people just hope that that's the reason. And actually it's because their diet's not good enough to create a calorie deficit or they're not training hard enough to do so. And that would be one of my main gripes with the diet club is they don't push exercise enough because if you can get someone fit and get someone stronger, then they're going to lose weight over time. And that's one of the issues that I see often in gyms is people not pushing themselves to achieve those two things. Because cardio is hardio. It is if you make it hardio, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so yes, I think for me, the biggest issue is just the entire emphasis being on weight. And I think that brings the biggest issues that people will see. Um, either them feeling that they've got the slow progress or them feeling that they've got no progress or you know gaining or just gauging their entire weeks or month of success or failure by something that can have so many different um, anom- anomalies influencing factors yeah I'd be or, tempted to, agree, to disagree with the month thing like if you've not lost weight over a month it's probably a sign you're not training but over a week is absolute madness but I mean like you know so for me obviously I'm a lot bigger but I can gain two kilos of weight I'm doing air quotes I don't know why we're on a podcast two kilos of weight in a day by increasing my carbohydrates by being a piggy by being a piggy ziggy piggy big furry pig um, big hairy bear <laughs> so then you know if I have actually lost four kilos or two kilos say over that month and then I step on after a high carb a couple of days then essentially I could look like I've made no progress that month mm. whereas you know for us and I actually got into a bit of a back and forth with someone about Slimming World and they were saying but you guys you know you have weekly weigh-ins as well so is it not exactly the same well it's not because we get people to <laughs> absolutely not concentrate on the process so if, say for example, so if I did that and I had a high carb day, if then for the last you know seven or fourteen days my food had been on point, I'd you know minimised any kind of treats or high calorie foods or drinks. I'd you know kind of trained four times a week. I'd got my steps in, been making sure I drink my water, been more mindful of my choices. Then that is the path to success. That's a process to my end goal, which would be to get leaner, to drop body fat. So that would be a success as opposed to. Not what the scales say that I've not lost any weight. Therefore, this is bullshit. Everything is all for me. Did you just maintains. put your hand up there to talk? No, I'm scratching my my neck. Um, it's just saying, how do you feel about that? Do you think there's any reason that you gained weight? And then it will depend on what they say from there. So if someone then says, I don't mind, I feel bloated, cool. If someone says, I've not been trying hard enough, cool. If someone says, I've been trying and doing all that I can, that is when I'd, you know, you've got the ability then because you have their food in front of you to question that whereas with Slimming World and those lot if you don't have that and you don't have the ability to look back over someone's food or the knowledge to assess it then you can't really help someone you're just all you've got to fall back on is follow the plan a bit better whereas for us you know you can look at it on an individual level so if someone's eating a week and they've eaten absolutely loads of shit it's very easy to say well just eat a bit less shit whereas for other people they eat pretty well over a week and then you just have to say okay well for you in this particular instance we're going to have to make things you know, we're going to have to make changes that we might not have to with someone else. That's okay, because it's just the way you are. So what would you like to do? Would you like to adjust your food? Would you like to train a bit more? And you have that flexibility that you don't have when you're just relying on a system. Yeah, that's got on points. Mm. Or, you know, and the, you know, again, going back to someone else who kind of got into me a bit with like a post we put up about Slimming World when they were saying that it's not calorie counting. You, have, you get so many sins allocated... Um, 
according to your body weight and then when you stop losing weight they're reduced but it's still not calorie counting even though sins are I know what they're saying though they're saying that it's you're not literally counting calories it's calorie management isn't yeah it? but then the issue comes with that so if I was just to say right I am going to hit 2000 calories per day and I've got complete freedom of choice as to what I spend those 2000 calories on am I going to spend them on baked sweet potato and you know chicken breasts and asparagus well that's where the sin stuff comes in isn't it because it limits their consumption of the high calorie stuff yeah but then they're going to be less likely to eat the more nutritious stuff which is going to be more filling I don't know because the whole thing is they're limited on the crap food they can eat so then they've got to you, there's a point where you have to eat the healthy stuff isn't there I don't know if they've ever done it no not me <laughs> I imagine not yet there's always ways around it aren't there and that's the problem with some of the images that I've seen is people saying and following the plan and then you see this absolute mountain of pasta and you go I could easily see how you could be in a calorie surplus there mm. so it's, it's I, I would, I'd be tempted to agree with them it's not calorie counting it's not though is it you're not though you're not, you're not looking at it from a calorie perspective you're looking at it from um, I, would, I, I almost hesitate to say a nutrient perspective because it's not is it because they let them get away with you know, there's, so many, there's so many ways around it if you look at our system compared to theirs it's pretty hard with us to eat in a calorie surplus and hit 10 out of 10. Yes. For them, it's very, very easy. So we smash a lot of fats. Yeah. But then you'd flag up on... Calorie control. A calorie control habit, exactly. Whereas with... And also, if you have enough veg, it's quite hard to overdo fats anyway. Mm. So that's one thing that you see with the Slimming World meals that I send you, is, you know, it's a full English with chicken sausages, plate of beans... You know, 18, lights. 18 rashes of turkey bacon, you know, mushrooms and spinach and stuff, and a couple of hash browns. And you go, oh, that, is, that could be a thousand calories there, but it's a couple of sins. I think, on the whole, I'm going to throw, throw this out there. I'm actually quite a big fan of them from a yeah, perspective. Yeah, as I say, I'm not bashing them, it's just some issues that I see with it. Like I said, everything works for everyone. I'm so, not going to bash anyone. It's as a such. great start point, I think, for a lot of people when they've got no idea. And there's so many resources out there. You know, for us, you would have to work with a coach, get one of the logbooks or one of our cheeky free downloads. But we, you know, haven't been around for 30 years like Slimming World has. There's yeah. so much stuff out there. You can follow that on your own for free. So it's a great place for people to start. I would then question that if you're not willing to spend £10, how invested you are in actually making changes. And I would imagine that you need to have some kind of investment to be successful because so many people are struggling you know it's, it's, it's there's not a system out there where people just go in and hemorrhage weight and everyone's successful there's so many reasons behind people struggling big shake from Fennon yeah no I'm good with that mm. so please don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes did you check that's what if anyone did it does help us okay. shout um, out if you did yeah, good work if you did. Was thinking because um, you know we get really good feedback for the thing, but if you push the thing, you get really good feedback for the podcast. But we really need to kind of push them a little bit on iTunes, and then we can get out and help a few more people with our rambles. And you can hear Fenton shaking back and etc. in the background. Perfect. Until then, I miss you already.